Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. NVIDIA hates cryptocurrency and you using its graphics cards to do some mining. I couldn't think of a better intro when I glanced through the doc very fast, so that's what I went with. That's fair. All right, then. Hey. Hi. Uh, welcome to the Gamers 2 Podcast. Thanks for joining us. Uh, that's Nate. I'm Matt. Ooh. ooh and Nate. this is your weekly roundup of news and commentary related to the view, video game industry. Anything else that might pique our interest? Yeah. Peaking interest. Like the Yankees walking it off in the ninth. It's going... Oddly well. I'm going to hope this doesn't make a noise in the recording, but my, for some reason, my your, your, my sock. Your mic sock is rotating. was rotating up. I never touched this part of the mic. Yeah, know. it's weird. Probably doesn't matter. No, it doesn't matter, but it's, you know, it's the thing where I see it, and then my mild OCD kicks in, and it's like, you need to fix that. That's fair. That's fair. In case so you're wait, curious, his the, mic sock is blue. Of course it is. Awesome. Mine is gray, like, you which had mirrors my personality. I say, we had options to buy. I said, which one do you want? Said, I want gray. Gray. I was like, yeah. all right, yeah, fair enough. Yeah. I just didn't want to get two of the same, because then if we ever had to like flip mics, and you know, <laughs> I don't want to spit into your spit. Uh, COVID happened, and it was a perfect reason. It's true. Even though we bought them before COVID. No one needs to know. This project, uh, yeah, project, <laughs> podcast is forever hygienic. Don't know about that. <laughs> like half debating even whether or not I even wash my hair. You know, it's at, that I, nice, uh... it's at that nice spot where it's got enough natural oil in it currently, mm. which is not much to say that, but it's just got enough where I don't have to. I can just do this, and it realigns itself. I don't have to worry about it. Yeah, it's a thing. So. The longer your hair gets, yep, the narrower that window is. That window is, <laughs> yeah. and that's rough. That's really rough. Um, it's like I am, I am one more day of okay. Like tomorrow, I will be okay. Tomorrow night, getting home, it has to change. Yeah. Um, anyway. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, we won't continue with hair hair talk. Oh, it's not even the hair talk. It's just like that's just disgusting. It's a fact of life. It's true, you know. Women have this secret thing called dry shampoo. Dude, right? And it's really ridiculous that they're not sharing it. In theory, I just need to go find a woman, steal them, and then take their dry shampoo. Yeah. I mean, that's... Why buy my own? Yeah, I mean, when women first just, off, when women just come with dry shampoo, exactly, and you're not, they don't let you, they don't let you buy dry shampoo. They're like, oh, you have a penis, you're not allowed to have that. Yeah, it's a buy two get one. Get the woman, get the dry shampoo. Mm-hmm. Get the dry shampoo, get the woman. It, you know, it's there a win win, a win win all around. There you go. Maybe you should leave bottles of dry ah, shampoo outside yes. in your house. Yeah, do the old what do people like this month? And Hansel and Gretel it all the way back. Mm-hmm. All right, tangent. How about those new release games? Dude, like number one, Leisure Suit Larry. Wet Dreams Dry Twice. Okay. For the PS4, Xbox One, and Switch. Uh, Number two, Days Gone has made its way to the PC. Going to have to add that to the list. 
Number three, oh, fun fact, on the Days Gone thing, because I'm not going to highlight it later. Uh, there's a sale on Epic going on right now. Days Gone is available on Epic. If you go claim the free game that's on Epic currently, which I think is NBA 2K21, you get a $10 coupon just for claiming it. So Days Gone is now $10 cheaper. Whoa. Just saying. Uh, number three, Elite Dangerous Odyssey expansion for the PC. Number four, Never Yield, which I believe is not the full name of that, for PC and Switch. Number five, Outbreak Endless Nightmares for the PC, PlayStation, Xbox is, and the Switch. It's a simulation of life. Endless Nightmares. <laughs> and Outbreak. And Outbreak. I mean, you're not wrong. Number six, Backworlds for the Switch. Number seven, Grand Casino Tycoon for the PC. Number eight, Just Die Already for the PC, PS4, Xbox One, uh, and Switch. Funny enough, that's what I say to myself every day in the mirror when I wake up in the morning. Right before you have to deal with Outbreak and Endless Nightmares. Mm-hmm. Uh, number nine, Lacuna for the PC. Number ten, Layers of Fear 2 for the Switch. Number 11, Mayhem in Single Valley for the PC. Number 12, Of Bird and Cage for the PC. Number 13, Puzzle Bobble VR Vacation Odyssey for the Oculus Quest. Uh, number 14, Knockout City for PC, PlayStation, Xbox One, and the Switch. Number 15, Metopia for the Switch. And number 16, Rust makes its way to consoles on the PS4 and the Xbox One. Those last two threw me. Metopia? Metopia and Rust. Yeah, well, I mean, Metopia is for the bigger story. It's thrilling. You like your Mies? You like Topia? Metopia. Metopia. Do you like Utopias? Do you like Dystopias? Onomatopoeia Topias? A lot of Topias out there. There are a lot of Topias. Topiaries? A lot of those? It's the Topia podcast. I think that's Bush's. And like shrubberies, topiaries. Learn something new every day. Uh, the only reason I know that is because one of the sim games I used to play as a kid, I believe that was the like the category the category of of things that contained plants. I don't know if it was specifically like shaped plants. You know, like oh, this one clearly looks like an elephant or something. Mm-hmm. Anyway, <laughs> hmm, interesting. Yeah. There's definitely something to do with plants and the word topiary. And someone is screaming at us right now what the answer is, probably. And I will find out whenever they listen to this. Anyway, do you want odds? Um, I don't care. What do you want to do? I want evens. You want evens. All right. It was um, a rhetorical question. <laughs> I'm kicking it off. Uh, NVIDIA is uh, extending its cryptocurrency mining limits to newly manufactured GeForce RTX 3080, 3070, 3060 Ti graphics cards. And uh, I'm going to tack in there. I'm assuming it's going to be a part of the 3070 Ti and 3080 Ti's that are coming out at some point in the near future. Like, near, near future. For much, much monies. Yes. Uh, After nerfing the hash rates of the RTX 3060 for its launch in February, NVIDIA is now starting to label new cards with a, quote, light hash rate, end quote, or LHR identifier to let potential customers know the cards will be restricted for mining. Maybe you'll be able to get one. Good joke. Good joke for multiple reasons. I'm not the only one hunting a card. True fact. I bet this doesn't even stop them. Yeah, because the last time they found a workaround. Yeah, so like, it's just a matter of time. Yeah. Interesting move, though, nonetheless. Yeah, I mean, I appreciate that they're trying, uh, whether they're like wholeheartedly trying, because it's all the same to them, really. Yeah, it's no matter what, it's still just money to them. They're still getting bought. They're still getting Mm -hmm. market share or whatever. It's just like, I wish... You either had more availability or the same thing with you in the PlayStation, right? Yeah. Just put me on a waiting list so I know when it comes up, I can buy one. Oh, my God. Can you believe side-by-sides, though? They're a thing in this area. Big thing. Side-by-sides. They're cool. I'm not going to lie. There are a lot of things in this area. Mm-hmm. Um, also, a lot of stupid people. I quit on the PS5, by the way. 
I'm done. Because oh, I, I like yeah, I was... underplayed it downstairs when I said, oh, I almost got one. Uh, I tried a lot of times this week. Oh, okay. And I had one in my cart multiple times. And there was a couple times where like I made it through putting all the information in, signing in, doing all that. And I literally just had to hit get to the third step, place order. You know, I'm review. I reviewed it. I just got to click place order. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Click, 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 click. Complete click. order. Yep. yep. And it wouldn't go. So I'm just like, you know what? Fuck you. And when the last straw was the PlayStation Direct one. Oh. Because I was waiting in line and it was like 13 minutes, eight minutes, five minutes. And it was going through nice and quick. And I was like, oh my God, this is my work. Kick me to the page. Out of stock. Mm. And I said, fuck you, Sony. Yep. So now, now, unless they literally fall in your lap, it's... Yep. So that's where I'm at. I mean, that's fair. I understand that. I mean, the thing for me, I think at this point, is kind of the same with cards. Like... There's a lot tonight. First good weekend night oh, they've had. yeah. Yeah, first good weather weekend. Yep. They're going to go just nuts the rest of the weekend. And then they're going to go all nuts next weekend because it's Memorial Day weekend. Do you ever think about doing like malicious things? Oh, all the time. All the time. Illegal, but yes. I know, but like it'd be so satisfying. Well, I could do it in such a place that I know it can't be blamed on me. Yeah, There's also know. that. Do they ever go down the snowmobile trails or anything like that? No, they're always okay. in the road. See, so fun fact about side by sides around me, I've never seen them on the trails. <laughs> that was, which is funny because like this area, lots of trails. Yep, always in the road though. Which is might be a. This is so off tangent. So if you don't want to listen to this, skip ahead like thirty seconds or a minute or so. Um, probably better because if they if they actually did try to go down the snowmobile trails. Probably would be worse for you, I think. I don't know. It got to be 50-50, I guess. It all depends. Yeah. The road's annoying because they just gun it thinking they're so cool. Mm-hmm. I feel like they'd crash a lot, though, if they... Which I'm fine with. <laughs> that's a good point. Okay. We've circled back. Yeah. That's not my property. It's not, but, you know, there'd be all the ruckus going on. I get to watch. Yeah, you have a nice little window there. Yeah. I'll go sit on my back porch. Are you kidding me? I'll go get a beer and just chill. <laughs> that like, looks, that looks, that looks help bad. us. Yeah. Help us. I'm like, I'm good. Yeah, just kind of wave and be like, yeah, hey, how's it going? They're like, no, 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 come over here. I'm like, what? I don't, I, sorry, I don't speak English. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Anyway, number two. Take two posted their full financial results. Of course, they had a year just like a record year, just like everybody else. $3.37 billion in revenue. Some fun facts from their earnings call. Recurrent customer, or sorry, recurrent consumer spending was up 48%, which I believe would mean like microtransactions and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. That's people too. I had to make sure I had this right. Recurrent consumers are consumers who come back and spend money again. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's usually what recurring means. But I, yeah, just a weird, weird a, way yeah. of seeing it. Rather than just saying like entire year over year money. Yeah. Uh, NBA Two K Twenty One exceeded expectations, sold more than ten million copies to retailers. And it's recurrent spending up 73%. That's uh, a... The, misleading numbers. Yeah. Yeah. So that's that's what I noticed about their earnings calls is they focused on copies sold to retailers, which kind of makes sense from their point of view. Yeah, yeah. Their point that's of view, money they already have. Yeah, yeah. It's, the, it's out of our hands. Yep. We already sold it. And... Uh, they really focused on the recurrent repeat customer situation. Yeah. And it's the same thing when we can say like, or like, you know, PlayStation or Microsoft, whoever comes out and they're like, we've shipped 8 million consoles. And you're like, yep. To who? Yeah. Because only 3 million have been sold. So yeah. And for reference, we have firsthand experience with this where 
like a, a target, for example, a single target store might get 50 copies of one console version of NBA 2K, whatever. Yep. And we'll sell 20 of them and 30 of them, you know, maybe 10 or 15 more will trickle out throughout a year or two. And then we'll be sitting on 15 to 20 copies for years. Yep. Literally years. Yeah. We had, I mean, towards the end of our time there, we had stuff that was four years old, like sports wise. I got a good one. I know for a fact. Are those that, I I have one as well, baby. If I the same one, the <laughs> same one, the World of Warcraft Collectors, Cataclysm Collector's Edition. I think there was also a Burning Crusade in there. Yeah, it's still sitting, still yeah. in this, still there. Yep. Just sit, we know exactly where they're sitting too. Yep. Crazy, but they're not in the system, so no one will ever check. I should just go in there and buy it at this point. <laughs> you wouldn't be able to. <laughs> I'd be like, I'll I'll give you five dollars. Actually, you know what would me. probably happen is they'd scan it in the register and it'll pop up as being like a RMA or something salvage or like a clearance item that's worth like six dollars ninety eight cents. Yeah, like my guess is it would show up as salvage or just nothing mm-hmm. because it's been over ten years. No, roughly eight years or something. So yeah, no, ten years. Eight. Yeah. Holy shit. Long time. Yeah, that's not in that system anymore. Anyway, number three is not mine, sir. <laughs> oh, we never finished number two. <laughs> oh, we never. <laughs> shit. Uh, the end of number two. Uh, we got some numbers for games sold to retailers. So, again, the same thing. These are the things the retailers bought Red Dead Redemption 2, 37 million copies. Civ 6, 11 million copies. PGA Tour 2K21, 2 million copies. And The Outer Worlds. Three million copies. That Red Dead number. Ridiculous. Yeah. And that's this year. Yeah. And mo- and which is, those are probably genuinely sold, too, which is kind of crazy. Yeah. But it's always funny, too, when you think about it. Red Dead was three years ago. Mm. That's this year, which means pandemic by I need a long game to play. I'll do Red Dead. But also that says sold to retailers, which... I don't think they're counting online retailers because you just can't in that metric. So that was a bunch of people buying Red Dead Redemption 2 for console, not even after the PC port. Yeah. The uh, GTA 5 numbers were pretty ridiculous as well. And the GTA Online like numbers were just absurd. But I was just so disgusted by them that I couldn't bring myself to put them in. That's right. We'll talk about them when GTA 5 launches on the current generation yeah, in November. Yep. Uh, number three, Warner Bros. Interactive Entertainment's future is looking a little uncertain. Ooh, spooky. Uh, this week, AT&T and Discovery announced that they have reached a deal that will see AT&T spin off the entire Warner Media operation into a standalone cl- company that will merge with Discovery. Under the terms of the deal, AT&T will receive $43 billion to part with the Warner Media division, with a slew of stock transactions happening as well. Uh, uncertainty seems to surround WB Games, though, with IGN reporting that the deal includes some parts of Warner Bros. Interactive Entertainment, but not all. So, that's interesting. Yeah, I mean, we knew they were trying to sell them, what, like a month ago? Yeah, it seems like that. It might have been a little bit longer now. Month, month and a half, because it was... There were a bunch of rumors going around with parts of Warner Media that things were trying to get offed. Yeah, they were trying to offload it. So, yeah, I don't know. I mean, this could mean anything. They could be selling off studios. They could be selling off IP. They could be... It's it's the one story where I was like, I don't even know what to... D-. Because the entire thing is just speculation. They could literally just do whatever they want. Yeah. And it's like, okay, cool. Yep. It's funny to me about how much of a just like... um. What's the term I'm looking for? How much they like don't care about the Warner Brothers game side of it? Yeah, it's like a complete like afterthought to them. Yeah, it's like nah, it doesn't make as much money as the other things. So it's just crazy to me. It's like oh yeah, I like some frosting on my cake, but I like a big cake. Yeah. 
Number four, Microsoft is testing a new program that gives Xbox players a chance to pick up a current generation console without having to battle scalpers. The program is called the Console Purchase Pilot. I, oof, man, that just had thoughts in my head for a second of... <laughs> old memories i don't know what i was going there anyway it will give <laughs> buyers a weird deja vu it will give buyers the chance to reserve and purchase an xbox series x or series s console via the xbox insider hub for xbox one and windows 10 the caveat is that successful applicants can only buy one of the new consoles using an xbox one console the transaction cannot be made from a pc web browser phone or any other model of xbox that's strange to me. You're only allowed to upgrade. Suck it. Yeah. So I would is hook it up cheaper. Like what do you mean? If 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 you just go make an Xbox account, right? You go to your friend's house who didn't buy theirs this way. Can you log into their Xbox and then order one? It's a good question. What I was going to say was I would hook up my PS4 to do this for a PS5. Oh, yeah. Good luck, though. I didn't even realize that Xboxes were also being scalped that badly. Yeah. I mean, it's just not reported as much, I think. But I believe they're in the same exact boat of terms of everybody waiting for them to come up when they come up they're all gone mm-hmm. hmm. interesting unrelated my arms hurt fun fact of the night working out again yeah it was i think it was i hurt myself on tuesday and i just haven't like healed yet getting old fucking sucks bro recovery time is out the window. Yeah. It was bent over bar rows and mm-hmm. then deadlifts. And right in here, I, I if I keep my arms here like this, I'm fine. Mm-hmm. But when I go to open, like fully extend my arm into a straight motion, it is very, very sore and tight. Part of me wonders if I pulled something or potentially tore something. Because I, I did not do what I should have done which is ease back into it. I went where I left off. I bet you didn't like injure, injure yourself. You just, um, you yeah, strained them. Yeah. Him. Yeah. They're a hundred percent pulled and strained. Yeah. Cause I can just feel it. <laughs> yeah. It's like, ah, every time, like even just doing this, like as I reach for this, I'm like, I just hear that nice little, that, that quick little, uh, like almost like flick into your arm where you're like, hey, this hurts. Uh now well. I don't as always. I'll live. Be okay. Not looking forward to trying to get back and shave at some point in my life. Uh where was I? Microsoft has announced a new text to speech and speech to text features for Xbox Party Chat, which aim to help make communication on the platform more accessible. The features are currently being tested through the Xbox Insider program. Microsoft being Microsoft, being new Microsoft, making everything accessible. It's always funny when I see stuff like this because I can only think of the bad iterations of it, like the uh, voice-to-command games that used Mm -hmm. to exist and everything where you could just yell as much as you wanted, but it never understood what you were saying. What was that war game where it was all... End War. End War. Tom Clancy's End War. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, I believe binary domain also had voice command options in it. Yeah. Funny. It's just like, I guess it makes sense. Cause I believe you can send voice messages already. Right. So they just, you know, you implement the text thing, but at the same time, I would assume you'd be using it for quickness and ease. Sure. Some people are using it for accessibility, but I feel like a lot of people are just going to potentially use it for, Quickness, the same way that you, some people do voice to ch- uh, speech to text on their phone mm-hmm. to send text messages, but then you see the glorious moments of those, 
where somebody's in the middle of a sentence and then they have to they're just get distracted and they immediately start talking about something else and the it, chat's just writing it all still. Yeah. There was one I can't remember what the person was doing. They were walking and like trying to order something or whatever and they're like, "Oh yeah, hey, so we're going to go do this." And then they're like and immediately it's like, "Oh, so cuddly." And they just cuz they came across a dog in the middle of the road or like the middle as they were walking. And so they're entire serious conversation then it just translates them to baby talking a dog for the next like six lines and then message send <laughs> it's like oh whoops yep there'll be some tomfoolery with those uh, those ones or do you do the old uh, when you could get the games where you would it would be text-to-speech so whatever you typed the in-game announcer would like say and it's always that horrible robotic voice that doesn't enunciate necessarily correctly or whatever Mm -hmm. so it's just like ah let's just see what we get it to say weird and it's just two friends being nerds just messaging each other back and forth while not doing anything else Number six, publisher Deep Silver has announced that Time Splitters, the PS2 era first person shooter franchise, is being brought back to life by a newly reformed free radical design. The studio, which carries the same name as the original Time Splitters developer, will be headed by Steve Ellis and David Doak, 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 who founded Free Radical Design in 1999. Are we prophets? It's getting to that point. It's just, getting it's creepy. I mean, it was bad enough when <laughs> you messaged me. Was it at, was it right after last week, like Saturday? Or it Sunday? was Saturday. Yeah, it was Saturday, and I was scrolling through Reddit and on the r slash music subreddit, trending on r slash all or whatever was meatloaf. meatloaf in the fucking song and video we watched. Yeah, Paradise by the Dashboard Lights. Yep. Yeah. Right after we had done everything, and then it was just the moment of like, am I the simulation? <laughs> yeah. It's getting weird. There was something else, too, outside of the time splitter thing, and I can't remember what it was, but it was it was like... Well, evil. the Tarkov thing that we're going to talk about later. Yeah, um, yeah. Unless it's not... Is it in here? Is it, it is. Here? Yeah, yeah. That was... I know that was the other part I was going to bring it up, but I didn't see the time splitter article, so I, they, I beat myself to my own punch. <laughs> House of the Dead. Let's go. Let's We're almost there. Go. Let's just let's keep going. Let's get it. I've got about seven things so far I've willed into existence this year. Let's do a few more. And so <laughs> far I've also claimed to match YouTube algorithm. <laughs> <laughs> or actually no, Reddit, so that's even Reddit, YouTube. Worse. Well, I'm assuming my assumption is that the people on R slash all are because you know how YouTube's algorithm's been a whack sometimes where I'll just all of a sudden, start recommending videos from like eight years ago. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep, yep. My assumption is that YouTube recommend started recommending like a bunch of old random meatloaf songs yeah, and stuff, and yeah. then it just and then somebody someone found on, it and then yep. yeah, cross posted. Yep. Yeah. So yeah, I just spiked YouTube. They're watching dog. your YouTube search and like, ah, this one prioritize this one in the algorithm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Prioritize meatloaf parodies by the dashboard lights. Uh, Not the lyric video, the actual video. Yep, and then it gets posted on Reddit, and it becomes this like cyclical, self fulfilling. I should thing. be getting royalties. Google, get on them. Between my Game Pass, my creation and running of the simulation. Yep. <laughs> Number seven, Summer Game Fest is back this year, and it will start on June 10th with an event called. Kickoff Live. That's billed as a spectacular world premiere showcase with more than a dozen world premieres and announcements. Uh, the show, which will begin at 2 p.m. Eastern, uh, would will be hosted by Jeff Keeley. Some of the publishers confirmed to be participating in Summer Game Fest include 2K, Activision, Blizzard, Capcom, Epic Games, Sony PlayStation, Riot Games, Square Enix, Ubisoft, and Microsoft Xbox. Uh, the first event will also feature a performance by Weezer. Say it ain't so. <laughs> 
There it was. Yeah, so uh, let me just double check. That is a Thursday. Interesting. Uh, I think it's going to be a weekend long thing, I'm assuming. Do we want to watch? Sure, why not? Wait, when is, isn't E3 like the week before? When is E3? Uh, isn't it like June 3rd or something? That would be the weekend before. <laughs> That'd be the Thursday before, specifically. I'm pretty sure. When it is... I don't know. We'll have to double check that after. I'm not, yeah. wor- I'm not worried about that now, but like, if we mm-hmm. want to watch, uh, you know, if we want to watch that one, we got time. That one might be better than E3 anyway. True, true. It is, uh, it, you know, just Keeley doing Keeley things. Yeah, Jeff Keeley. Let me put together this giant event and hang out, and we're just going to party and do game shit. And it's like, all right, Jeff, whatever you say, homie. You think his master plans have like a, a an event every quarter? I think he only wants to do two. So, by I think I think he wants to do two of his shows semi-annual? and then host semi-annual. A lot can happen in the next three years, like a chatbot, maybe your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So, for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at uh1.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Semi-annual would make me think that it's... It's not biannual, is it? Twice a year? Biannual? Semi-annual would make me think that it's every other year. So biannual. I don't know. Someone let us know. Twice, bi, year, year. annual. You know what? So two times a year. (laughs) Someone smarter than me double-checked this, all right? (laughs) Yeah, somebody smarter than us double-checked that, because I'm not doing it. So, I think he wants to do the summer one, because mm-hmm. he wants to do his show in the summer, and then he wants to do his show for Game Awards. Mm-hmm. But then he'll host, like, Gamescom, and, you know, he'll host the other things, but he doesn't want to have to worry about all that production, because he wants to sink as much time as he can into one show, and then once that show ends, sink all the next time into the next thing to try to make him the best show he can and not overwhelm himself. There it is. Jeff Keeley. Once again, I nailed it. Read him like a book. Pretty sure he's probably said that in interviews, and I just don't remember <laughs> with who. Yeah, I'm intrigued. I mean, the lineup sounds good. Curious what the uh, the Activision and Blizzard stuff are. I am assuming it's Overwatch two, but I'm like, is it maybe Diablo stuff? Immortal? Maybe maybe a true announcement of when the nine point one patch drops for WoW. Because everything is still in the air about when that drops. There's just nothing but rumors at this point. Mm-hmm. Anyway, 
Let's go to number eight. The game director for Deathloop gave The Verge an early look at the game, which brought with it some explanation of how it works. Quote, when you start the day, you start the day in the morning. (laughs) And you can choose where you want to go. When you're inside the district, you can take however long you want, and it's when you exit that we move from the morning period to the noon period. Uh, have we blown anybody's mind yet? I don't know how time works. And the same thing, you can choose where you go. Basically, time advances each time you exit the area. If you die and you're out of rewinds, you'll go back to the beginning of the day and you can choose to skip a time period to go directly where you need to be or where you want to explore, end quote. Uh, so Deathloop has some roguelike tendencies. There's four districts to explore and things change in the districts depending on the time of day. He mentioned that there are goals and that's how you progress. He uh, likened it to an investigation and that you can do things in whatever order you so want. I feel like this needs to be like a YouTube video because it's like yeah. when you try to read it, it sounds like really convoluted. Like I, I can picture it all, mm-hmm. but then I'm I'm remembering what the base concept of the game was. And I'm like, I'm, I need to see... You need to see it uh, in an action. see how it plays yeah. out and like what what is the gameplay loop of Death Loop? Like how actually difficult is it for me to get through things? How actually complicated are puzzles? You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no. I'm i I'm intrigued, but I it's still not on my I'm gonna spend money on a radar. Yeah, I'm I'm interested because it on the surface, it's like, oh, that sounds interesting. But then thinking about it, like four districts, like four areas, even though granted they change through time, that doesn't sound like it's going to be a lot. Yeah. It might just be like, especially, I mean, I jump to like, not necessarily worst case scenario, but my assumption is like, all right, so you're going to have a bunch of goals in an area and you're going to have to like try to piece things together and like, you just have to basically figure out what time of day you need to be in that area to get certain things. Right, which that I'd be fine with. But here's here's where I think the potential downside does come in, and I hope this isn't the case, is that it's static about what shows up in what day. Like what time. So yeah. you know in the morning there's, you know, these things do spawn, but they are always in the same spot. They are always in yada yada. Like that cannot be a thing. Sure, they can only spawn in the day, but you cannot tell me that they're at point B. Like, I should have to at least find it, but I still know that it's, like, I know it shows up in the morning. Mm -hmm. I just now need to find it, and I don't need to know that it's in the same spot every time. Because, I don't know, for me, once, once you know where every single thing is, and they are statically set there, and they don't change, that just will eventually get boring, because then you just played hide and seek for 20 minutes. Yeah. I mean, the component could be that, like, you have to figure out the correct order to do things in, I guess. Yeah. But I don't know. I've seen more of it, I guess. For sure. Number nine. Uh, We got an impromptu look at the Division Heartland, courtesy of some leaked footage. Uh, The tutorial advises the player to keep a healthy stock of filters as they are needed to survive Silver Lake, the town where the game takes place. Outside of that, much of the division's looting and shooting mechanics remain. The main enemy faction shown is called Pilgrims, which look to be a cross from the first game's looters and the sequel's more militarized factions. Uh, There's a hub area where players can shop, talk to NPCs, and presumably meet other players. The footage also shows a brief video introducing a battle pass. A separate leak from Twitter, Twitter user Skyleaks shows an introductory video by lead game designer Taylor Epperly. Uh, in the briefing, Epperly revealed that Heartland has two main modes, a purely PvE co-op mode called Expedition and a 45-player PvEVP mode called Storm. You're welcome. There it is. Told you all a week ago. Basically. Kind of. Alluded to it. Yeah. Nail is in the right board. 
just not the right spot on the board. Okay. Like we threw, we knew where we were going. Yeah. We know where it belongs, but we just didn't put the nail in the right spot to really sink it in. It's going to stay there. We knew it was right, but like. I surprisingly, I'm a little leery of the two modes thing. Yeah. Because I'm afraid that's, that's them splitting resources when they shouldn't. Right, right, right. Yeah. Like, I'm curious of the PvEVP thing. It's kind of interesting. Might be an interesting way to like entice me into some PvP. Um, but the fact that they're also trying to do a co-op mode, I'm like, ah, I might have put my eggs all in one basket in this instance. At least on release, yes. Mm-hmm. I would have rather like, all of my eggs in in one instance because be balancing and I and you do the PvPV. Or PvEPP, whatever. Yeah. My assumption is that one of them's going to suffer, if not both, and the one that's going to be the odd man out was going to be the co-op missions. And then at that point, it's like, what's the point? Yep. Nope. 100%. Entirely valid concerns. But in the same instance, if they did do the correct move and just copy and paste the looting and shooting mechanics, that's a lot of time saved. Yeah. So, I'm assuming it's going to be the fucking Snowdrop engine. It should be, because it's still the same team. Yeah, so maybe... Or, well, uh, it's not the same team, but I would assume they would use the same engine as yeah. Massive normally would. Yeah, so maybe that would allow them to focus on cool shit. Yeah, positivity. <laughs> it's a new thing we're trying here. <laughs> speaking of positivity... Speaking of leaks... There were some more leaked screenshots of Starfield when kicked, which kicked off some Twitter action. Notably, Jason Schreier chimed in and said, quote, Starfield is nowhere near done, according to several people familiar with development. It'll be at E3, but the planned release date I've heard is way later than most people expected, end quote. Uh, he went on for a bit, but eventually said, quote, let me make this very clear. Bethesda's plan is to tease a release date for Starfield at E3, and that date is in late 2022 end quote uh so in case you're you know new to this podcast no shit yeah been saying that for a long time i didn't believe for a second i don't think you did either that starfield was ever showing up this no. year it would and i'm not taking jason's word as 100 percent until we actually see the bethesda thing either but that is a much i don't know necessarily even in late 2022 i could have seen it in early 2022 the the fourth quarter move where we push it into like a February, March type of thing. But seeing it this year would have been almost scary. Yeah. For what we've seen them do lately with mm -hmm. rushing games. I'm kind of leery of this whole situation because so what kicked this all off was another like batch of screenshots got leaked and there were some people saying that most likely these were from the same batch that was leaked earlier, which was a build from 2018 and blah, 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 blah. They do not look like the creation engine. They look like an unreal engine, which scares me because we know it's the creation engine. But it should also give you hope. If it's not the creation engine. <laughs> I mean, if it's not the creation engine, like... Frank's dead. Yeah, I don't know. It's, it's the only reason it wouldn't be the creation engine is because Frank is dead. That being said, it's 100% the creation engine. But once again, it's probably creation engine version 78. Or yeah, so that on. means we have the creation engine and they slapped on top another new... New like, photo paint. Yep, new visual fucking graphic or uh bug fast so this is one of those when uh you graphical know, you update bug fast is what i'm trying you to watch say. the car shows mm -hmm. they go get an old car They're like all right you know so we got to do some body work and we got to repaint it and whatever and they start to start taking stuff off and it's just layers on layers that basically makes it look like a jawbreaker of paint and then there's bondo and paint and more bondo and they're like what was the what were they doing <laughs> And you Same get thing. to the bare metal, and it's like just fucking Swiss cheese. Yeah, yeah. It, 
by the time they've taken all the rust out of it, they're like, we're just going to cut this whole thing off and put yeah. a new one on. It's not even worth it. Yeah, it's uh, it's scary. There was a tweet that the whole thing that I think caused a mix of the, yes, the images, but then there was another tweet from somebody that Jason had, I think, had responded to in his first thing or quote tweeted or whatever that basically said, we or I, what did the quote say? I've heard that um, Starfield has been done for some time and they've just been QA testing it, trying to get as many bugs out as they can. And I was like, <laughs> oh, that is not true. No. Even if it has been done for a while, they can be QA testing as long as they want, but it's creation engine, so it's fucked. Yeah, and I think his response was like pretty. It was something along the lines of like, you know, they 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 like money. And what like game developer or company do you know of if they were finished with something would just hold Sit on there. to it? Yeah. Like, which is a good point. I 100% do agree that we will see it at E3. Yeah. Uh, number 11. Nintendo has a new Amiibo coming out for the release of Skyward Sword HD. It features Zelda and Loftwing. Uh, it has a little Nintendo zing, though. It comes with the unique ability to teleport to the game's floating hub world from anywhere. So you can pay an additional $25 to bypass one of Skyward Sword's annoying quirks. Huh. A little pit of win in my single player game. Yeah, exactly. Nintendo thinking outside the box with outside cardboard boxes. Play with the cardboard boxes. Whatever happened to that? Labo? Yeah. In a uh, landfill somewhere? They weren't getting it. They ran out of Wii U boxes. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. That was the whole theory. Is that the only reason they came up with Labo and that was cardboard? Is because they had too many Wii U boxes to sit in a warehouse somewhere. God, how good would that be if that was the actual like somebody like ta- they some higher up just tasked the guy of like, can you figure out a way to get rid of all these boxes? Like, we could just recycle them, but I don't know. We got to we got to figure out a way. There's styrofoam in them. We just got to figure something else out. And he's like, all right, yeah, sure. Labo. <laughs> Hopefully we get some tell-all You book. son of a bitch, I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> I hopefully we get some tell-all book and we get some like dirty secrets like that. Be like, it was true the whole time. Yeah. Uh, number 12, during an earnings call, Embracer Group said they've had acquisition talks with over 150 companies in just the fourth quarter alone. They said that at the moment, it is in late-stage talks with more than 20 parties, including several that have signed letters of intent. They intend things. They intend to buy you. So they've talked to 150 of them. Of that, they eliminated 130 of those people, and they're keeping. they're still talking. They're late talking with 20 of them. And of a percentage of that 20 have said, I'll sign up for this. I'm in. So they're batting like three for 150. I'm in if the bean counters can make it work. Ooh. Uh, Something, something, Shark Tank. Uh, I'm out. Embracer group. Always buying shit. Random Blizzard news. Woo! Kind of random. I don't know. Uh, During a... What? Random enough? Yep. Uh, during a live stream, live steam is what I wrote because I'm stupid, uh, Blizzard revealed some interesting new details about the changes uh, to Overwatch 2. Uh, the most fundamental of these changes is a switch from 6v6 battles to 5v5, with the hero breakdown being 2 DPS, 2 support, and 1 tank. Any thoughts on that? Blizzard has a history of 5v5 things and it not going well. Heroes so, of the Storm? Yeah. And they like joke. The, there's a whole joke about how they treat like Mythic Dungeon and like the MDI, which is a five man competition. And then I think at one point, I'm not positive about this, but I believe at one point there was five man PvP fighting, like five man arenas. 
those that don't exist anymore. Interesting. So there's just there's just like a whole joke of some of the WoW community being like, don't tell anybody what they do to five v five for whatever reason. I don't I don't know what the reasoning is either. That's what switching, I'm curious about. Is like from switching from six v six that was working, that was doing fine to switching to five v five and a meta. 5v5, you have a tank, you have two DPS, and you have two supports. I thought that was weird, and I didn't actually watch the live stream. Are they, like, forcing that, you think? Maybe. Interesting. Uh, next up, Blizzard. You probably queue for a, you know, you yeah, queue you for a tank, for you queue for roll. support, you queue for yeah. DPS. Tank queue as well as, obviously, be faster. Uh, Blizzard has announced that the price of the Burning Crusade Classic cloning service has been greatly lowered. It was $35, but following community backlash, it's now 15 Good for them. They did it. I have no like care. My guy's just going to cla- go to Burning Crusade. Yeah. As yeah. I said last episode, if you're still playing, what the point is still playing Classic? bunch of weirdos yeah i mean like i I get it if i guess if you just really want to sit there but i don't know what the it, it, not me you know i would need somebody that actually is really going to do that to tell me why yeah now for questionable things that we didn't write full paragraphs on gta 5 is coming to ps5 and xbox series x on november 11th happy veterans day to you veterans of the gta wars you guys back from your xbox 360 and ps3 days You've made it two generations, and here we are. That's so crazy to think about. Holy shit. Let me remind you the day of 2012 when that game came out. I could go for a Vice City remake, like remaster. Not a remake. Remaster would be fine. I mean, I would I would prefer a remake, I think. Like the full, not just, let's not just, you know, HD it. Like, really take your time, dive into cutscenes, do the whole... Do the whole nice and retouch. Don't do a Last of Us Part Two. The remake. Got him. Speaking of Last of Us Part Two, The Last of Us Part Two is getting a PlayStation Five patch on Wednesday that lets you play the game at a targeted sixty frames per second frame rate. It's kind of like a so when you're watching that village burn, it gonna burn nice and crispy. <laughs> uh that's a 30 hour reference but <laughs> you gotta you gotta get it you gotta go through a bit to see that yeah fuck that game's long yeah it feels so and long. and actually right when you think you're at the end right there there's like 20 more hours left you're at the tippy top of the mountain but you only really halfway up god damn Number three, Apple Music is getting spatial audio with Dolby Atmos surround and lossless audio at no additional cost. The funny part, none of the HomePods or AirPods support lossless audio. Not even the AirPod Max, which are $550, so (laughs) suck it. Suck it. You're going to have to buy new headphones once they support it. So now you spend $700 on headphones. So you Which is Apple fanboys? Probably the case because they have new AirPods coming out. Mm-hmm. The rumor is that they are working on a new audio uh, codex that will allow them to print money to <laughs> support lossless on all these devices. Which is silly because the reason why it can't support lossless is because Bluetooth, the Bluetooth that they are using isn't capable of transmitting the correct like bit rate essentially. <laughs> love it. Got to love it. And people are going to pay for it. It's my favorite part. Mhm. Even though they just bought Air- AirPods like last year. Yeah. Yeah. That still entirely work, but they're going to they got to get that in the newest, latest and greatest. It's got to be shiny. Number four, Microsoft's Xbox Game Studios head, the one and only Matt Booty. It's a good name. Has confirmed a joint. He got the shit beat out of him as a kid, though. Oh, yeah. Has confirmed a joint Bethesda Microsoft E3 2021 press conference. 
You know, it'd be really unfortunate if he had like a like a if he was thick and he had a big ass. Yo, <laughs> Matt got that booty though. <laughs> Uh, then he definitely would get beat up as a kid. I, I, it's one of those where it's like you have you have Matt Booty, you have Doug Bowser. You, we're just getting into like great name territories of heads of things. Yeah, Sony's got nothing. They don't really have a lot. Yeah, it's kind of disappointing. I mean, they have Cerny. They do have Cerny. That's for sure. And Cerny's. Voice alone makes up for the booty. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, shit. (laughs) Just thinking about that. I want there to be like a stadium announcer, though, for the E3 conference. So, like, when Matt Booty comes out, they're like, and please welcome to the front of the stage, the head of Xbox, Matt Booty. Booty. And just the crowd erupts. Yep. And then you just get the slow chance. Booty, 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 booty. Show us your booty. Yeah, honestly, I would yell at it, Phil, <laughs> and hope he brought Matt out. Uh, show us your boat, show us your boat, and then, uh, well, you know, all right, all right, <laughs> please welcome head of Xbox, Matt Booty, and then just crowd erupts. Be a great time. There's not gonna be a crowd, but it'd be fun. Yeah, it would, <laughs> it would just be great to just double down and have a lot of fun with it. Anyway, it's been uh, it's been seven days. What have you been, uh, what have you been up to? Chilling, uh, cool. still listening to my, uh, Caesar. He's not dead yet. Yo, Caesar is a genius. Like, straight genius. Man's <laughs> ridiculous. Straight up G. Uh, he just crossed the Rubicon, so shit's oh, hitting the fan. Making making his way through that Jeep factory. Yep. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Um, I could have think of, I was going to say I'll make a Rubik's Cube joke, but I was like, that's not the same thing. Uh, play a little Mass Effect first one, remastered. Remastered, yep. Uh, Is it better? Um, PC, obviously. I played initially. I started playing with a controller on PC. Okay. And then I switched to keyboard and mouse because controller did not feel right. And I don't know if it's because I haven't been using a controller, or if it's just like the game did not age that well in that regard. Even though they rebuilt it from the ground up, um, but it is what it is. You know, it's it's Mass Effect. It's fine. It's nice because the load times are modernized. Like it loads fast, which is funny. Um, that's it. Not really exciting. Did you have it a mod at all or no? No, there is a mod that I have seen for the FOV slider. That's interesting because it is it does suffer it. from old school field of view. Like it doesn't have the yeah. You got blinders. Yep. So so I have I have seen and I've seen some videos of like it running with the FOV slider on and it's like okay yeah I could I could definitely see that being when I looked because uh, I was looking for like to see what was available and then like command console stuff and whatnot. And it was not quite like it was still people are still trying to figure it out because they had like done something different to where they you weren't they made it a little bit more difficult to gain access to whatever that you need to gain access to. And I was gotcha. But when I looked, they were like, ah, we figured out what do we need to do? And like, this is a workaround to make it happen. I was like, I'll come back in a couple of weeks when you guys got this, like to where I can click a button and walk yeah, away. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not trying to do all this hacker shit. Yeah. I just want to press buttons and get better things. Press button, get bacon. Uh, that's it for me though. For this week, nothing really exciting. Um, yeah. Fair enough. 
it's yeah it's been a week typical mm-hmm. uh mlb the show playing uh played some league just hop on usually see who's depends on who's on people are on play some games mm-hmm. nobody's on might play like just to get my win of the day and then stop playing did you ignore your responsibilities again this week I'm going to say yes. I just don't remember what they are now. You tweeted about them. Oh, those responsibilities. My out of the park stuff? Yeah. I got I got a few more weeks in. Okay. And I, I moved some people around and I started doing some stuff. And I'm I, the more I keep looking at the team, I'm like, I think I can just go all the way to spring training and I don't really need to do anything. Because I'm not, I don't have the money room to really sign anyone at the moment. And... If I was going to – I've looked at trying to trade a few people, but I, I don't get anything in return. And so the whole thing's just kind of like, eh, you know. So I might I might just go with the team I have now, which I think is still good enough to win. Uh, it's just that I'm going to, you know – I'm going to do everything I can, obviously, to win. Mm-hmm. We'll just see. I made. Yeah. I did make it like another month, though. I moved That's some. Fair. I made it. I made it another month. I moved a bunch of stuff around. I was like, I think this is good, and I can. I, th- I think I have it now. Where I'm like, okay, here we are. Now I can look at external problems, mm-hmm. like do I want to trade for so and so or anything. I think everything internally, people have been moved around and everything's set. But every now and then, I still go back to it, and I just kind of like look at it again. And I'm like, am I sure this is where I want people? I think it's not what did I say last week. It's nine nine rosters I'm trying to manage. MLB, Triple A, Double A, A plus A, two Gulf Coast leagues, uh, Dominican Summer League, and then I have my international complex, which isn't really a league. So, yeah, eight leagues, and then a stash of a player in nine. It's too much. So I'm much. I'm fine with it. It just it, for a bit there, it was just overwhelming because it's decision it, paralysis. Basically, I'd boot it up and I would stare at everything, and I was like, I think I know everything I want to do, but in my in my way of doing it would be me like if if I was in a if I was in a GM's like boardroom type of thing, I would have been yanking out rolling whiteboards. And marking like everything down to get it into a easier thing for me to interact with, kind of. Because mm-hmm. like the the whiteboard is easier for me just because I can look at everything and then just erase and rewrite what I'm trying to like move things around. And then like I couldn't find a way, and it might be because I'm I don't know what I'm doing, but I I can. There's a screen where I can see all nine things in a three by three grid. It's all nine rosters. But there's no way on that screen where I can go, just show me all the starting pitchers on these nine rosters. Which is what I really needed. A filter. Yeah, so I could just filter and go, I just only want to worry about, I'm going to worry position by position. Just show me the starting pitchers. All right. Just show me the relief pitchers. Just show me the closers. Just show me catchers. So I can look at, I don't have to scroll through all these things to line them all up and go, there's so many things here. Like, just show me the two catchers that are here, the two catchers that are here, and the two catchers that are here so I can see which ones are better than which and just move them around accordingly. Mm. But I couldn't see a way to filter it, so I was like, all right, I'm, I'm, there's there's too much going on without the filter. Where if I was doing it you know, with, like, the whiteboards, it'd be like, okay, I'm just going to go right out every starting pitcher I have every you know in all the organizations, and I'm going to take care of all starting pitchers first. Wipe the whiteboard. Same thing with the relief pitchers. Wipe that and just keep going mm-hmm. until I was satisfied. Yeah. Or if it wasn't a whiteboard, you know, it would be the same thing where I'd find a way to actually export the data. Either it would open up an Excel spreadsheet, basically, and just drop in where it says starting pitchers and ability and then put them all in columns right across from each other and then just take that, print that out, and then shove that on a wall and go, there, that's my starting pitchers. <laughs> 
I'm a, it's a psychopath. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, you know, listen, made it to the World Series in season one. Pretty good. Can't now, argue with that. Now it's just about getting better and trying to get back. And actually win it this time, not lose it. It's the whole goal is to succeed. But yeah, that's all I got. Cool. Uh, we Anything else? Uh, I got nothing. Cool. Then we will see you guys in seven days. It'll be a holiday weekend. Seven days. Bye-bye. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.